If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Beginning today, Santa Rosa will no longer use Nixle to issue alerts about emergencies and arrests. So Santa Rosa began transitioning last month to a new service. It's called Civic Ready, and the shift could be finalized at some point starting today. Now, this is all according to the Santa Rosa Police Department. All residents may subscribe online at srcity.org slash civic ready. Again, that's srcity.org slash civic ready. Police said that the switch is due to civic ready being more efficient than Nixle and prone to fewer interruptions when sending texts and emails. And when we're an emergency situation, that's incredibly important to make sure that it works. The free service provides text alerts, phone calls, and emails for evacuations, imminent or active threats, at-risk missing people, severe weather and other incidents requiring rapid response and communication. Again, subscribe online. We're going to give it to you one more time. srcity.org slash cityready. Well, dictionary.com has named woman their 2022 word of the year. So the website says the very matter of the definition of the word woman was at the center of so many consequential moments, discussions, and decisions in our society. Our selection of woman as the word of the year for 2022 and how the world is defined, sorry, the word is defined, who is included in that definition, who the word applies to and belongs to, highlights how important the work of the dictionary is and how dictionaries can impact people's lives. Searches for the word woman spiked by one thousand four hundred and seventeen percent this year. Keith Urban must be in the spirit of giving because he just donated $250,000 to four charities across Nashville. There are the Music Health Alliance, the Nashville Food Project, Thistle Farms, and Vanderbilt Breast Cancer Research. I know Dolly Parton's done a lot with that specific program. Uh, Keith said, quote, I have a deep-seated respect and gratitude for the work these organizations do to make people's lives more manageable. Their commitment to the community shows how much we can accomplish when working together. And you can find out this full story and more froggy929.com Here we go It's a brand new day Wake up Sonoma County wakes up with Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9 What's the funniest or weirdest holiday decoration you've seen on a car? So we see them on our homes, we see them sometimes on crazy Christmas sweaters, but what about our cars? So I was driving on Old Redwood Highway towards Katati last night and there was a car in front of me that catch my attention because of the holiday decorations on it and this person had a Christmas tree on top of their car and Amber you're probably thinking that it was wrapped in that orange mesh and ready to take home no the tree was fully standing on top of this car I've seen this before and it was tall <laughs> was it like super tall or was it like a mini tree what you saw oh it was pretty average size yeah I would say like a four footer maybe yeah that is exactly what <laughs> I saw and I've never seen something like that my mind was just completely blown I mean this person <laughs> had awesome. lights on the tree thankfully no ornaments because I'm pretty sure that would be a safety hazard I don't know but I'm also like how did you get the lights to work <laughs> I'm interested in the mechanics of it that's a very good question because I've seen a car and it was here in Sonoma County that was completely wrapped in Christmas lights. What? Yeah, like I, I didn't see 
a single like wedge or anything. <laughs> I didn't see a single space in between Christmas lights. The whole thing was wrapped in Christmas lights, and I was like, how? How? If anyone how can tell us how this actually works, we'd appreciate it. Because next year, a generator. I don't know. I'll, I'll combine both next year. I'll, I'll go crazy. I'll put the lights and the tree on my car. No, you won't. I will. You won't do it. If someone tells us how to do it, I will do it. But we got to wait till 2023. <laughs> You're not going to do it. <laughs> uh, Krista from Santa Rosa, what is the best holiday decoration you've ever seen on a car? I saw a lady who had her entire car looking like a reindeer. Like she had a brown car, but she had foot antlers on it. And she has like put little uh, red nose on the front of it. And she had little ears coming out of the windows. Like the whole thing looked like a little uh, antler <laughs> reindeer. With Amber and Tanner. Good morning! Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Police are warning people that porch pirates are now dressing up as delivery drivers in order to steal holiday packages, which I, I knew about because I saw so many people posting on Nextdoor app about their delivery drivers stealing their packages. And I thought that was weird. I cannot believe that. I've never <laughs> heard about this, but it is the ultimate disguise. Yeah, so these pirates, they're driving in white vans, which we've been seeing a lot of lately. Uh, and they're stealing packages while sometimes, you know, wearing these delivery company uniforms. And the drivers often wear like coronavirus masks to, you know, mask their and conceal their identity. Uh, so they're getting pretty smart about stealing packages. I have a very big holiday gift coming in the mail today and now I'm nervous. Now I want to go home and <laughs> yeah. guard it with everything I got. That, I mean, that's a good idea. Just make sure you're home around the time things are getting delivered. In addition, you could get things delivered here at work uh, during work hours. That's a lot safe. I've seen selections recently when you get stuff delivered. Do you want to deliver it to a hub nearby or a post office nearby? Yeah, I, I like find that. that the hubs are really nice. I used to do that with my old apartment complex because I would have packages stolen all the time. It's annoying. And you just put in like a four or five digit code into you know, they have them at 7-11s and Safeways and it, the thing just opens and you take your package and take it home safely. Didn't you catch someone stealing a package once? I sort sure of? did. It was around the holidays too and uh, I was opening the door literally to grab my package and I saw somebody sprinting off and they grabbed it and I sprinted after them for about 30 feet realize this probably isn't safe and two i'm very out of breath died yeah i oh my gosh <laughs> i would just be like hey and then i'd shut my door and hey, lock man. it <laughs> i know i i definitely am getting more paranoid about people around my apartment complex during the holidays i'm just like are you a, are you a real neighbor who are you should you even be over here and i feel so judgmental but i'm i'm just worried that people are getting their things stolen <laughs> You know? Yeah, it just really sucks. I hate that we even have to think about these things because I just wish people were nice, but that's kind of me living in a fairy tale yeah, land, you know? Fantasy. I'm living in fantasy land over here too. But we got Judy from the basketball on the phone. Judy, you said you got revenge on a porch pirate. What'd you do? We had porch pirates in the back. We had some beer stored back there. And they kept getting into our beer and taking it and we uh we just filled it with something else. Oh. And bottled it back up, and they took it again. So. Oh, jeez. They never came back, so I think it was effective. <laughs> Amber and Tanner in the morning. What TV competition show do you think you could be on? So, in my household, we are watching the new Netflix series, Snack vs. Chef, and it's 
A Netflix cooking show where 12 food scientists compete for $50,000 and to be declared the winner, basically the contestants have to recreate a classic snack like an Oreo, a fruit gusher, down to its shape, texture, and taste. They have to basically replicate it with their own recipes. And then they have to invent a new snack after that. By facing off against some of the most iconic snacks ever created. They'll have to crack the code and reconstruct one of these beloved classics and then create their own new snack inspired by that beloved classic. This feels like a million dollar idea. This is Snack vs. Chef. Amber, this is the first food competition show that I've been interested in. <laughs> Ever. Because you like snacks. I love snacks. <laughs> I am all for it. I'm watching one right now that's all about making cocktails and it's on Netflix. And you probably think it would be pretty interesting, so I'll, I'll send you a link to it. I think I'm finally at the time in my life where I can appreciate these food competition shows. <laughs> They're fun. And I love it. I'm going to have to get cable just so I can watch the Food Network. <laughs> well, you can get an app. Yeah. That, that you can watch the Food Network on, I think, yeah. Paramount or something like that. Oh, I'll make it happen. Peacock, I can't remember. Uh, but my girlfriend, Cammie, is convinced that she could compete on the show. And I keep having to remind her, I'm like, Cam, even though you do make weird snacks, this is like food science. Like, people study for years for this, and yeah, I don't think a... you got to cut out for you, because every time you cook something, you ask me if it's done or not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's definitely uh, science, and also, you do have to be creative in a way, and she is creative. You, yeah. uh, so, she, I think some aspects she could do, but she might have to learn a little bit more oh, yeah. to do it. She's going to have to go to... Culinary food. school. Yeah, culinary school. Uh, I was about to say school. food school. <laughs> Same thing. Amber, is there a TV competition show you think you could compete on or maybe not you, your partner, Cole? Yeah, uh, I could be on Worst Cooks in America for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I choose Ann Burrell as my uh as my coach because she's mean and yell and she yells and I think I think I could do it, but I, I also think that my fiance could probably be on chopped. I mean, he is a phenomenal cook. I think he could do it. I yeah. asked him if he if he could do it, and he was like, no, I don't think I can. But I, I certainly think he could at least go on the show. Yeah. I think if I could be on one, I would want to do one that's physically challenging, even though I'm not fit or anything. I think I could give Survivor a fair shot. Like, if Chase Rice can do it, I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. So do you think YouTube is doing the right thing with this, or do you think people should just be allowed to say whatever they want? YouTube is launching a new feature that will send notifications to people who leave abusive comments for others' videos. So abusers will first receive a notification, and then they'll be blocked for 24 hours if they continue to post more abusive or hateful comments. The notification will be a reminder for them to check if what they're going to say is acceptable within community guidelines and it's going to urge them to reconsider before posting this comment whatever they want to say uh so in my opinion i'm all about freedom of speech i'm all about you know people having their own opinions whatever but i just don't think it's okay for people to just be straight up hateful and 
Oftentimes, it's for no reason, especially on YouTube and social media. And sometimes I'm on Instagram and, and I like to read comments on videos and pictures and things like that because people are really funny sometimes. And sometimes people say very meaningful things in the comment section. Uh, but other times people can be extremely hurtful, just saying the most mean things that they could think of. It, it's just absolutely outrageous, outrageous. And, you know, I try to be a hero for some reason and report hateful comments. I don't know why I do it, but more often than not, they don't get removed because there's too many comments to review. There's too much traffic on social media. And, you know, I'm just one person. So I kind of knew it was only a matter of time before someone developed AI to do this. However, abusers often use different slang or they misspell words to trick the system, which is so wild to me that people will go out of their way to trick a system just to be mean to someone. It's just absolutely crazy. Like, what is wrong with people? Uh, but if a user thinks their comment has been wrongfully removed, they can share their feedback. And YouTube didn't say if they're going to restore the comments after looking at said feedback. So there's a possibility that people can get reported for no reason at all. Uh, so they're trying to work through it. But what do you think? Do you think YouTube is doing the right thing? Or do you think people should just be allowed to say whatever they want on the internet? Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 6361-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tannery's headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Because it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines. One of them is real. Can Amber identify the true story? The headline in a haystack. Amber, today is a very, very big day. Like the biggest day we've ever had on Headline in a Haystack. You want to know why? Why? Because it is now officially impossible for me to catch up. So congratulations, Amber. You no are the way. champion of the Headline in a Haystack for 2022. Even though I lost Even on though Wednesday? you lost. I didn't realize it until this morning. Didn't I lose on Monday? <laughs> yep, you did. Oh my gosh. But the you record had so many chances. Is you have 52 <laughs> correct guesses for the year. I have fooled you 49 times. And we have today and we have Monday. So it's impossible for me to catch up no matter how hard I try. Uh-oh. <laughs> did the math wrong on that one. <laughs> but just for fun, let's see if you can you know, continue that winning streak or if I can fool you and feel better about myself. Okay. <laughs> Headline number one, woman dumped because she tattooed boyfriend's mom on her thigh. Headline number two, Oakland man gets his 235th piercing. And here is headline number three, woman losing eyesight after getting eyeballs tattooed. Huh. It could be either the, I want to say it's going to be either the first one or the, or the last one. Hmm. But I'm going to go with the eyeball. The eyeball? Yeah, that sounds wild. Well, Amber, you're just showing off at this point because that is absolutely <laughs> correct. <laughs> I went with the wildest one. <laughs> I, I can't believe someone actually did this. I think in 2023, I'm going to have to change my strategy because I think <laughs> I tried to have a wild one and like, there's no way she's going to think that's real because it's so bizarre. <laughs> Uh, well, the Daily Mail says a woman from Ireland is losing her eyesight because she tattooed her eyeballs blue and purple. 
She's 32 years old and she inked her eyeballs because she wanted to copy an Instagram influencer that she admires. Peterson also got her face tattooed and pierced. She says her seven-year-old daughter warned her not to get her eyeballs tattooed. I mean, yeah, but why is the seven-year-old the one with the, like, great reasoning? Yeah. Um, excuse me, Mom, can we sit down for a moment? I don't think you getting your retinas. <laughs> don't tattooed. think this is a good idea. Get contact lenses. What? Headline in a haystack. You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. So is it too late to decorate for Christmas, for the holidays? Is there a deadline to decorate? Uh, my fiance Cole called me yesterday and he was on his way home from work. He said, we're going to get a Christmas tree when I get home. Be ready. <laughs> I love she the was, urgency. She was not ready. Uh, there was urgency. We've been meaning to get a tree for a while now, but we just haven't had the opportunity to do it. Uh, so it was 6 p.m. last night. We headed up the road to Home Depot right over here near work up by Centennial corner mendocino you know where it is tanner yep. uh so they have a little christmas tree lot there we picked literally the first tree we saw when we walked in cole said it called to him <laughs> did it call to him or did he want to just get home as soon as he no, got off work because he stood there with that tree and i looked around the whole lot and he was just like nope this is the one okay this i respect is it. that me too so i was like he's really passionate about this tree uh so we got that one we went home, we put it up. We did not decorate it yet because it was getting late and your girl needed to go to bed. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to decorate it tonight. And I'm just like, it is December 16th and we have not decorated for Christmas yet. <laughs> now, I am the opposite type of holiday decorator. I, the day after Thanksgiving, my Christmas tree was up. However, I will tell you, Amber, I don't think it's ever too late to celebrate christmas or decorate for christmas as long as you're in the christmas spirit on yeah. christmas day that's all that matters okay true and you know we are too we like to go ahead and decorate i have fun decorating the apartment but we've just we went on that trip in the beginning of december yeah. just randomly you were out with covid there's been a lot you know going there's on. just been a lot going on so yeah, i just haven't had a chance but I, i'm glad we're doing it uh, even though, you know, it's a little late in the season. Uh, but we did ask on Instagram at Amber and Tanner in the morning, you know, is it too late to decorate? What did people say? What's the results, Tanner? The results is most people are saying that it's never too late to start decorating for Christmas, which I think is really, really cool. Yeah, it looks like 88% of people are saying it's it's not too late. Uh, so then we asked, what is the deadline to decorate for Christmas? And uh, Jessica from Santa Rosa said something really funny. She said, after Christmas. <laughs> Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to call Zach. Barry Martindale's going to say that he needs to rethink his holiday plans. <laughs> Hi, is this Zach? Uh, yeah, this is he. This is Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services here. I'm calling and representing your girlfriend Amanda today. Uh, okay, what? This is in regards to the holidays, specifically last holiday season. I understand for the holidays you bought her a Nintendo Switch. Yeah, yeah, I did. Too. Yeah, it was pretty expensive. And she told me that you actually play the Nintendo Switch more than she does. <laughs> I mean, I I don't know. I, I played a lot. Zach, I need you to be honest with me right now. Did you buy it for yourself? 
No, I didn't buy it for myself. I, I bought it for her. I knew she'd like it. I happened to also enjoy it, but no, I didn't buy it for myself. Amanda thinks you are incredibly selfish and that you bought something for yourself instead of her. And it's just, to be honest, you're a bad boyfriend. What? Dude, no. What? Are you a lawyer? Are you serious? I'm dead serious. So we're going to demand that you give your girlfriend cash this holiday season because it's obvious that you're a bad partner and can't get it together. Okay. Whoa. I'm not a bad partner just because I play uh, Nintendo Switch. It was very expensive. I'm not a bad boyfriend. Oh, so it's about expense. It's not necessarily about getting a thoughtful gift. I see what kind of character you are, Zach. Whoa, is it is is this part of your job to like call and like yell at people? Because I'm a good boyfriend, and this like this this sucks right now. This isn't fair. Well, you should be embarrassed. I'm not embarrassed. It was a good gift. You want to know why you should be embarrassed? Why? You've been Martindale. Because my name's actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You are on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, my God, dude. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Need your thoughts on this. Am I a jerk for doing this? Uh, For some reason this week my insurance company my car insurance company wanted to schedule a call with me to go over my policy i've never heard of that before right so when they first called me i thought it was a scam uh so i went online found the direct phone line for my specific agent i called them i was like is this real and they said yeah we just want to go over your policy make sure you're getting your discounts and everything you need from us you know it's something we do every once in a while so they scheduled a call this week um, for 1 p.m., like on Wednesday. And I made sure my phone was on, loud. 1 p.m. rolls around, no call. 1.15 rolled around, no call. So I was like, maybe maybe I missed the call. Maybe they've got the wrong number. Something might be wrong. So I called them. And the secretary answers and says, let me check. I said, well, the person you're supposed to talk to is on the phone right now. So mm. I'm going to leave a message and, you know, see if they'll call you back. Uh, th- this person did not call me back until almost 1.40 when the f- call was scheduled at 1. And I didn't answer the phone. They left a voicemail and said to call them back. And I didn't call them back because I thought that it was extremely rude to um, leave me hanging for 40 minutes. Yeah, 40 minutes, that is a stretch. <laughs> you have to almost try to be late to something for 40 minutes. And, you know, I understand that things happen, uh, but I've been on the phone with, you know, my doctor or uh, someone else is like, hey, I actually have another call coming up, so uh, yeah. if we need to schedule this call for another time to continue this conversation, let's do it. Uh, but I've never encountered something like this, so I just... I'm, I'm not going to call them back. They can call me back if they want to talk to me about my policy. Yeah, if I was <laughs> in your shoes, probably what I would do, honestly, is call them back because apparently I don't respect my own time. <laughs> <laughs> and I wouldn't want to extend it to another day or something like that. But the other part of me thinks, you know, I'm someone who values time so much. If we have a call scheduled at 1 p.m. and if you're late, that's your problem, not mine. Right. That's what I was kind of thinking and you know I hadn't eaten lunch that day I was busy I had more work to do and I just I didn't have time yeah I, I didn't have the time to talk to this person so I really don't know I, 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 I part of me does feel bad for not calling this person back yeah 
But like you said, it, you, they were late. Is this a person here locally or is this a yeah, person? It's a local agent. Ooh, Amber's got some beef with you. I don't have beef. <laughs> I'm just saying you need to be on time for things like this. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Tell us about your dramatic haircut. As many of you know, I rock a mullet. So, if you didn't know that I had a mullet, I got the mullet for last country summer, and it has truly become a part of my appearance, and you know, forget that, it has become a part of me. Yeah, it's become legendary. <laughs> Kim from Sonoma came to pick up her Oliver's gift card, and she said the first thing she wanted to see was your hair. <laughs> I thought that was really sweet. Forget me, it's all about the hair. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, Amber, I'm, I got some bad news today about the mullet. What do you mean? Just sometimes, all good things must come to an end. Oh, what? I'm getting rid of the mullet today. What? Why? I just think it's time. It feels like it is time for me to move on. Because today is literally the day that I dedicated the next year of my life to growing a mullet. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. What's today? The 16th? I didn't know that. Uh Uh-huh. It's been a whole year of mulleting. It has been a whole year of rocking the mullet in Sonoma <laughs> County. And I'm I'm kind of sad about it. Yeah. And I actually decided to uh, write a breakup oh letter my for my mullet. And if it's okay with you, I'd like to read it. I have no choice. <laughs> Let's hear it. Dear Mulletito, <laughs> this past year has been a ton of fun. You were inspired by Billy Ray Cyrus, Morgan Wallen, and Blake Shelton in the early 2000s. We laughed together. We cried together, Molitito. And you will always remind me of my mid-twenties. Are you getting... Are you sad? I've got tissues. (laughs) Molitito, I will always cherish our memories together. But I truly think we're better off seeing other people. Maybe another time, (laughs) it'll work out. It's not you, Molitito. It's me. And it's time to leave the beat. So beautiful. Thank you. I'm gonna That's miss so my beautiful. mullet. I just felt like I had to get that off my chest and get a proper send off. <laughs> that was great. Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy ninety two point nine. Bryce from Petaluma, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? I am. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Bryce, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. All right. All right, Bryce, you want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? Let's hear it. Amber, it's going down. (laughs) Boom! (laughs) All right, Bryce, Amber's on a... Three game winning streak right now. Her record's 561 Whoa. wins and 47 losses. She is out of the studio. Whoa. Are you ready? I'm ready. Question one. The sequel to the original Avatar movie was released today. What year was the original Avatar movie released? Was it A, 2015, B, 2009, or C, 2003? 
2009. Correct. Question two. Tim McGraw, Faith Hill, and their daughters had a Godfather party. Who directed the movie Godfather? Here's a hint. He owns a winery in Sonoma County. Uh, Question three. Trevor Noah will host the Grammys for a third time this February. Trevor Noah just left a show on Comedy Central that he hosted for seven seasons. Name that show. The Late Show. That is incorrect. Question four. Bailey Zimmerman says that he uses heartache for inspiration. Bailey Zimmerman just earned his first number one song. Name that song for me, Bryce. Pass. Question five. Prince Harry says his brother, Prince William, screamed at him during a January 2020 meeting where he asked to be a part-time royal. Who is Prince Harry married to? I don't know. I'll give you next. Going to bring Amber back in. Amber, I decided to make these tough today because it's Friday. Good reasoning behind that, Tanner. And I think I made them a little too tough because Bryce from Petaluma got one and a half out of five today. Why Why you got to do that to Bryce? I'm sorry, Bryce. <laughs> All I right. Want, I'll, I'll send you some chocolates to your house, okay? Chocolates? Ooh. <laughs> What's your favorite kind? <laughs> Oh, I'm not picky. Oh, okay, perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Amber, you ready to go? Yes. Question one. The sequel to the original Avatar movie was released today. What year was the original Avatar movie released? Was it A, 2015, B, 2009, or C, 2003? 2003? That is incorrect. It's 2009? 2009, yeah. Are you going to see the new one? You feel old. I do feel old. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Bryce from Petaluma got that correct. Amber, you're down zero to one. Question two. Tim McGraw, Faith Hill, and their daughters had a Godfather party. Who directed the movie Godfather? And here's a hint. He owns a winery in Sonoma County. Um... Francis Ford Coppola? That is correct. Bryce from Petaluma got that incorrect. The score is now tied one to one. Question three. (laughs) Trevor Noah will host the Grammys for a third time this February. Trevor Noah just left a show on Comedy Central that he hosted for seven seasons. Amber, name that show. The Daily Show? That is correct. Bryce from Petaluma got that incorrect. Amber, you're now up two to one. Question three, or question number four. Bailey Zimmerman says that he uses heartache for inspiration. Bailey Zimmerman just earned his first number one song. Name that song. <laughs> um, it's Don't Fall in Love. So close. Oh, gosh. So uh, close. I'm going to have to give you an X. Just, it's just, just fall, fall in, in love. love. Right. Oh. <laughs> uh, I knew it. Score is still two to one. By the way, anyone that hears any of the songs on Froggy, Amber schedules them. <laughs> <laughs> and here's question number five. Prince Harry says his brother, Prince William, screamed at him during a January 2020 meeting where he was asked to be a part-time royal. Who is Prince Harry married to? Meghan Markle. That is correct. The final score, Amber wins three to one and a half. Bryce from Petaluma. So sorry you are not the champion of the Amber Showdown, and you got to say the phrase. I'm not smarter than Amber. But you've won a $100 gift card to Oliver's Market anyway. Nice. Thank you. Bryce, you are shopping local at Oliver's this year, thanks to which morning show? Amber 10 in the morning on Froggy 92.9. And it's a great We do this little thing called Great Day to Be Live Friday. Well, every Friday. It's basically us just airing out our grievance from the week so we can do what, Tanner? Get baptized to the sweet, sweet <laughs> sounds of Mr. Travis Tritt. Why? To get ready for the weekend. And it's a great day to be alive. I make Tanner say that so I can wash him invisibly wash his hands. Yeah, it's important. <laughs> no, he if you don't wash your hands when you get baptized, it doesn't count. <laughs> 
At least when it's by Travis Tritt. <laughs> All right, why don't you uh, kick us off today, Tanner? What you got on? Your, what do you need to get off your chest? So I got a tattoo on my arm, and I absolutely love it. However, I did post a picture of it on the Froggy ninety two point nine Facebook page, and a lot of Sonoma County does not like the tattoo, and they think it's fake. And it's a great day to be alive. I mean, Terry from Roner Park called in and called it a blue eagle. <laughs> I forgot about that. Love that guy. Oh, I love you, Terry. <laughs> well, I discovered one of my plants that I've had for years. It was one of my children was stolen off of my patio this week. And it's a great day to be alive. It's messed up. Yeah, it's really messed up. Well, my girlfriend got a flat tire twice on Wednesday, so and I was happy to fix it both times. But now we got to replace all four of her tires because she drives an all-wheel drive, uh, and it's right before Christmas, and my wallet hurts. And it's a great day to be alive. Um, Merry Christmas, Cameron. There's her Christmas present. <laughs> it's a shame that I already got her Christmas presents ahead of time. You should take them back. I return these for store credit, but enjoy your tires. <laughs> All right. Uh, instead of, for some reason, turning my alarm clock off this morning in my sleepy haze, I turned on my lamp instead, and I woke up Cole Amadog. And it's a great day to be alive. I was confused. <laughs> <laughs> you came in this morning, you're like, the weirdest thing happened this morning, and I don't know why. I can't figure it out. <laughs> so I'm going for home for the holidays next week, and I'm really excited to go back home to Washington State. Um, and I was <laughs> grabbing my luggage to go pack, and a wheel for my luggage just busted. And it's a great day to be alive. You and wheels and tires lately. I don't get You've it. got some bad juju. All right, well, I told myself that I was going to dress nice every single day this week. And guess what? I haven't done it once. Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9.